Ready. Hey. Just in the middle of the field, 45, 50. Green grass in front of him, leaving Lions in his way. I am Jeff Joniak. Blitz is on. Down he goes. Brisker. What was it like playing for Coach Dicka? Uh, I don't want to answer any questions like that. 61 yards. Ooh. A Sunday stroll for Justin Fields. No way. Three, four, three. And Pekara is Pekara is Now. Bears Etc. Brought to you by Miller Lite with the voices of the Bears, Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. So much to do, so little time. It's episode 53 of the Bears Etc. podcast with Super Bowl winning Bears guard Tom Thayer. I'm Jeff Joniak. Lots to discuss. Thanks for spending some time with us, friends. The Super Bowl set with Kansas City back in the big game of the fourth time in six seasons since Patrick Mahomes took over as the starter. He'll face Brock Purdy and the 49ers in Vegas a week from Sunday. We also have the Bears settling on new coordinators. Discussed Shane Waldron last week and this week, Eric Washington, the new defensive coordinator with a plethora of experience coaching defensive lines and a successful run in Buffalo and senior bowl practices underway in Mobile, Alabama, a crop of many top 100 picks in the April draft. And Tom there, we have a special member of the Bears family joining us, the one and only Anthony Spice Adams. First of all, Tommy, how you feeling, buddy? You started the show with so much do so little time. If you can tell me what movie that's from, I'll buy you and Double A a steak dinner anywhere you want. And I'll give you time to think about it because it's a, a movie from our childhoods that you guys should know. Wow. But take, your, take your time. I'm not going to know that one. And no Googling allowed, Double A. Take, take your time, Jeff. No, pressure is all on you. Oh, because you know the answer? I'll, I'll give it to either one of you. Either one of you guess that. Um, <laughs> it is, it is right, a well, line from a movie of fun. I, I, I don't know. So, uh, Double A, do okay. you know? What's the, what's the line? So much so to much do, to so, do little so little time. time. Oh, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll tell you at the end of the program. All right. That'll keep our listeners uh, involved. We're brought to you, by the way, by Miller Lite. Uh, Double A, thanks for taking the time uh, because there's so much to explore with you. Uh, but first of all, um, on X, otherwise known as Twitter, you're applauding your hometown team, the Detroit Lions, celebrating that team that drafted you as well, though, in San Francisco. So uh, I'm sure you know the comedian Stephen Wright. I always love one of his lines. He stops and he says, wait a minute, I'm having deja vu and amnesia at the same time. That's what that is. Detroit, <laughs> San Francisco, and the Super Bowl, and you're repping both. How does that happen? Oh, man, everybody's giving me flack about it, you know, because I'm, <laughs> I'm from Detroit. But the team that drafted me, the Lions are playing. So everybody wants to know, hey, who you going to root for? I'm rooting for the team that drafted me. Detroit had a chance to give me, and they mm. didn't. So... I'm riding with the Niners, and I hope they win the Super Bowl, man. Uh, so, sorry to let everybody down, but at the end of the day, it's still a game, okay? So, relax. <laughs> double, double A, during the first, the day of the draft, did you have any expectations? Uh, did anybody tell you, hey, we're going to draft you? Hey, you know, we're going to be calling it this round? Or was it kind of one of the do- those days that you just uh, sat there and waited to see what was going to happen? I talked to the Raiders at the uh it was either the combine or it was the senior bowl and um this was the defensive coordinator at the time i remember he sat me down he said we watched your game we love you we love the way that you hustle said we'll draft you in a heartbeat so i'm like oh okay this is the first i'm hearing of somebody telling me they're going to draft me so i'm like oh wow so i was the 10th rated defensive tackle coming out and the nine defensive tackles went fast. I mean, it was probably still 10 picks left in the first round. Uh, so I'm just like, man, if if one of these teams need a defensive tackle, I should be next off the board. So the Raiders had the last two picks in the first round. So I'm like, I remember vividly. I remember what he was wearing. I remember his clipboard. I remember the glasses he wore. I remember everything about him saying he would draft me in a heartbeat. So the last two picks, they picked Namdi Asamoa, who's a he's a good corner, and they picked Tyler Brayton, a defensive end out of Colorado. So I'm just like, after that, I had no clue where I would be drafted, who was going to draft me or what. I know San Francisco 49ers, Dan Quinn, 
who's, you know, defense coordinator for Dallas Cowboys. He was the def- he was the defensive line coach for the Niners. He came and worked me and Mike Haynes out, who the Bears picked. And uh, so I – but I had no clue that they were looking at me in the draft, and they ended up getting me in the second round. So, Well, who was the, D, was, uh, who was the D coordinator? I can't remember his name. No. Really? I can't remember you can remember name. what he wore, what he said, but you don't remember his name. I got to look that up yeah. while Tom I got I got his card. Name. I got his card and everything, but I just I, I forgot it. Cuz once I got drafted, I just I forgot everything at that point. It was just like it, it didn't even matter. Like let's go Niners. Like I don't I don't care what you told me. It wasn't Dave Adolph, was it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I know Jeff is over there on the machine trying to look it up. Like, who is this in 2003? <laughs> who you know, is the defense coordinator? Double A, as these guys get ready for the combine and what a show it's become, how was the combine experience for you? Because back in my day, you had to go to three combines. You had to go to one in Tampa, one in Detroit, and one in Seattle. Really? Um, yeah. Um, and I don't know how your experience was for the combine. Oh man, that's whack, man. You got to yeah. do three. That's crazy. So, yeah. uh, I was always under the impression that you kind of set the time when you want to run the 40 and things like that, but <laughs> the time is set for you. <laughs> right. So right. The, the day of the combine, I had to get up at like 4 a.m. or something like that. Cause we had like a, you got to do like a, like a urine test or something like that. And so you, you, you do that at, 4 a.m. in the morning and then you got to see all of these doctors you get on the cybex machine and you know wear your legs out then you go to another doctor who has a bunch of these papers of all your, your your medical history and you take these mris you do these x-rays and you go to another room, there's a bunch of doctors they're pulling on you. Does this hurt? Does this hurt? Da, da, da. Can you do this? Can you do that? Da, da. After all of that, then you run the 40 and all of that stuff. So then you end up running at probably like two o'clock or something like that after you've been up since 4 a.m. And so it's just I I, I wasn't going to run at first, but then I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I did everything except for bench. And I, I did that at, at my pro day. I What'd you do? 31 reps. Yeah, because I didn't see that um, in your stat line. The one thing, you know. With the Senior Bowl yesterday was, uh, or I guess it would be Sunday, was measurements. Measurements. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's always a big deal. Is a guy going to make it to a, a number that is listed in his uh, college uh, <laughs> college roster or what his weight is? And then, so, yeah. and Tom always gives me a hard time because I go right to the three-eighths. I go the one-eighths. I, I, I give you what you do, you know, what you've earned, Right. But mm-hmm. I was going to ask you because you're listed as six feet. I, I don't think you made it to six feet. <laughs> I was I was I was five eleven point eight. Five eleven and but, five eights. But they look they 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 measure you without your cleats on. Right. You don't, you don't play the game without your cleats. Why Why do you have to <laughs> measure me with my cleats off? This is it's, it's ridiculous. Would you like, measure, Tom? My whole my whole life in my high school and college program, I was listed as six five. When I went to the combine, they got you in bare feet. They make you lift your toes up off the ground, and I was six three and three quarters. And I'm going, <laughs> no way, measure that again. And what, I, what I, lost, I lost money because of that. What difference does it make, though? Well, turn on the film. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Can you can you play? Right. I, don't, I don't care if you is four feet eight. Like, can you play? You could play, it don't matter. Well, I'll tell you, you right know, that's now. A, that's the thing about it, Double A, as I, I take guys that have a low center of gravity and they earn the they earn leverage. Okay, if they measure you at six foot, you're really mm-hmm. coming out of your stance at about, you know, four foot, three, three foot five, which is yeah. a better advantage than it is if you're six foot six coming out of your stance. That's about you're my size. Giving up leverage. It's about yeah. my size. Yeah. <laughs> coming out of the stance. You, man, I'm five, seven and a half coming out of my stance at two and a half feet. You'd be Sam Mills. You'd be, you'd, you'd have to play, you'd have to play a couple productive years in the USFL to get yourself into the NFL and become a hall of famer. Like he did. There you have it right there. Those Chuck, years he playing, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have made it in. Chuck <laughs> Bresnahan. I mean, oh, oh come that on. Defensive coordinator? That was your defensive, defensive coordinator, coordinator of the Raiders that told you he was going to oh. pick you. 
Chuck, oh man, he, Chuck he, he messed up. He messed up. No, nah, he got he got two good draft picks though. Two good draft picks, man. Two good dudes, man. Damdi and uh, Tyler Braden. Two good dudes, man. So they they got their draft right. Good news, Chicago. United Airlines is getting brand new planes with all the bells and whistles like Bluetooth connectivity, screens at every seat, and room for everyone's roller bag. United, proud to fly the Chicago Bears and you too. Uh, So how closely are you watching what happens with the team that uh, you spent most of your career at? Uh, Yes, four years with the Niners, but you played uh, five years with the Bears. And you got the hat on. You got your representing. This morning, yeah, uh, you watching every every detail that happens in the building? Of course. Uh, I like us getting uh, Coach Washington. He's back in the fold. Uh, he was great when he was working with uh, Coach Marinelli. And um, so I, I, I like that. And um, the fact that the second half of the season, our defense really turned it on. So um, I think Coach Washington is not going to do anything but help us. So And especially the defensive line because – um, that's that's where I know him uh, from. That's where I know Coach Washington the most, uh, working with me on the defensive line. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what they do in the draft. Um, I don't know if we're gonna trade, if we're gonna like who we're gonna get, whatever, whatever. But I'm excited if we're gonna keep Justin and let's let's surround him with a lot of talent. So I'm I'm excited for it. We'll get into Coach Washington in a minute, but um, Tom and I talk about this, and it's happening every day. I got I got a call yesterday from somebody. Uh, in the college game, what are you guys doing? Like, what, uh, are you keeping Justin? Are you tra- what's going to happen? They, they act like we really know. I know, but it's crazy <laughs> though. Know. But then, so this is what I do. I just flip it right away. Well, what would you do? And yeah, they have yeah, opinions. They people want to give their opinions, and yeah. it is it's it's fifty fifty. I, I mean, I, I it is not eighty twenty. It's not twenty five seven. It's fifty fifty. I don't. That's been my experience. I don't know about you, Tommy, or what you're getting, Spice. Yeah, I mean, it's the same over here. Everybody asks, "What are they gonna do?" I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, if they are going to keep Justin, they're surrounded with talent. If they're not, then get the best available. Get whoever is off the charts. Get them. Bring them here. Well, you know, I I think the decision is still out there because now you go and you hire a new offensive coordinator and Shane Waldron and a quarterback coach and Kerry Joseph. Now, you got to allow these guys to study the product. Look Mm -hmm. at what the responsibility was per play. How was the timing of the play after they broke the the huddle and went to the line of scrimmage? And you have to get an evaluation from the guy that's going to be in charge of the offense. So I don't think anybody knows. And I think it's an unanswerable question at this point, even though they're, you know, we're still in the uh, beginning of the Super Bowl week. And, uh, you know, every, and I don't think anybody's opinion really matters until you give the guy that you just brought in here and hired to have his own opinion, to feel if he is a, a guy that can – take Justin and turn him into the player that they believed he could be when they drafted him. Or if, um, you know, the decision-making process during the course of the season is, you know, kind of encouraging him to move on. And he's got a lot of irons in the fire. He did a great job with Geno Smith. He's worked in a lot of different systems. So I think you have to respect the opinion of the new guy. The grass is only greener where you water it. You know what I mean? Like everybody think, oh, we could we could do this, we could do that. Let's bring this guy in. Let's do this, da da. Listen, man, let's let's cultivate what we have already. All right, let's not just give up so easily. All right, and let's just surround Justin Fields with talent, and then let's see what happens. Let's let's go all out. Let's get all the free agent acquisitions we can get, and let's just build this team. I mean, if you look at the year that Detroit is having. I mean, they they built that team and they had a lot of grit, man. And they did something that no other Lions team has done in 32 years. I mean, they they should have won. Was it 12 games? They should have won. Uh, the, the one game, the the refs they they messed up and they they cheated them out of a game, man. That they should have had, man. They should have been 12 and what five or 13 and four, whatever it was. Well, let me ask you something in in relation to what you think the Detroit Lions are. They should have beat them in Detroit, and they did beat them at home. Mm-hmm. Does that give you more encouragement going forward that you 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 belong, and that if you 
turn things around in a couple of the games that you could be that Detroit Lions team that we're all talking about this year? I don't think you can just base it off of that game. You know, you never know. Like, you just, they were – the Bears were good that day. You know, it's, it's just like they say, any given Sunday. You know, and it, it, it just so happened that game was – everything was, was, was going right for us. And um, so you can't base it off of that. You kind of got to base it off the season that you had. You got to base it off of how did you do when um, – when Khalil Herbert couldn't play? Like, how did you fare when your offensive lineman got hurt? Like, were you able to, like, that's how you can kind of judge or, or base uh, what you're going to do for the next season off of, not just off of the Lions game. Well, we beat the Lions, so da-da-da. And, you know, that's just like, you know, the, the first game Detroit had when they beat Kansas City. So now you're like, oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, that was just a good game that you had. I mean, you can build off of it, get better. I think everybody just has to win their one-on-one battles, win their individual battles, look themselves in the mirror and say, how can I get better? How can I uh, impact this team? And I think if you get 11 players all saying the same thing, then you'll be happy with the outcome. Well, one of the things you got to focus, too, is the division. You got to beat the division. And so I'm looking at these playmakers you know, whether it's Jordan Love and Green Bay and all those young receivers and tight ends and Aaron Jones, and we'll see what their defense looks like with a new coordinator. And then you got Detroit, and, you know, they're instant offense right now. I mean, they, they are. And, uh, and that, then you that, got the Vikings. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, the, the Vikings have on both sides of the ball something to be concerned with. So the Bears, you have to match fire with fire a little bit. You got to kind of, kind of, don't you have to, guys, you guys played. Don't you have to solve those puzzles first? Like, you just can't, you know, you're only playing uh, six games against your division, but those six games matter significantly. So you can't just build your team to face that group, but you know you're facing them every year. And so, I mean, speed in Detroit is insane with Jameer Gibbs and Jamison Williams and that, that, that tight end, Laporta, very, very impressive draft class, not to mention what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. So I don't know how you guys look at it. Would you look at it that way in any way, Tommy? I'll well, start with you. You know, Double A kind of brought up is how are you on the day that you play these guys? And to me, um, if you're going to play the Green Bay Packers opening week of the season, you better simulate more of real game action before you play them week one. I think if you come out of training camp the way these teams do today and they have so much time off before the actual real regular season game, you're not playing any reps in the preseason, you're taking a real big chance of being unprepared on that first week. Now, uh, because I'm talking about the Bears did open up with Green Bay and they closed with Green Bay. So I I do think, um, you know, thinking about what Double A said about being prepared on the day you play them, uh, you know, I, I think that's got to be a big point of emphasis if you do open the schedule again with a division opponent. I think that the Bears really need to start scouting and, and seeing what free agent can come in and make an immediate impact and jail with the team. I think that's what they did so well with our defense. Because so I came in, I came from a 3-4 defense but I've always played a 4-3. So when I got a chance to get back into that 4-3, I was, I was thriving. And especially when we got Coach Marinelli because he just broke everything down and he had us so prepared. And we did the same thing every day. So they did a great job of adding me, adding Pisa Tino Isamoa, um, all these different guys who came in and just had immediate impacts. So I think the scouts really need to just – uh, buckle down and really take their time and find out who's who's going to be the missing pieces to this defense and as well as the offense. Well, we know line of scrimmage. It's the same re- refrain that I, uh, I I shouted from the high, highest mountaintop last year on both sides of the ball, and I still I still stay oh, there. Yeah. I still stay there oh, right yeah. now. Uh, you know, oh, you yeah. look you look at these games in the playoffs. Yeah, you got to have special quarterback, but you got to have an offensive line and you got to have a pass rush. Uh, because an offensive line can mute the pass rush, and if you're not a good offensive line, your pass rush is going to hurry up the process of your quarterback, a.k.a. Lamar Jackson. He, he was he was not comfortable in that game uh, at Baltimore yeah. uh, against I Kansas could, I City. I couldn't let a Tom Thayer block me. I can't. Oh. No way. Boy, oh, boy. You'd have no, no, you'd have no choice. <laughs> See what else I said? 
We would have been battling. We would have been battling. I wasn't going to give up nothing. You weren't going to give up nothing. Well, from a scouting perspective, you know, could could you get on Tom's edges? That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I do, Jeff. Have you seen me? <laughs> you know, because if he gets on his rock. edges, I don't know. It's time, time to eat. the rock. That's the only advantage I got. I'm already at the edge already. You got to come to where I already am. Tom, do you have the feet right. to handle him coming on your edges? No, I listen. Be what, back when they used to use the snap count as a weapon, and we're jumping that count a half second early, and then we're getting hands on the double A. And there's never just one of us in our <laughs> offensive line. There is always listen, man. If we're going to slide the protection one way, I'm going to get hands on you, and Jay's going to be jumping over immediately. So, but double A, let me ask you a question on that same accord. So you look at Montez Sweat and what he's able to do with this defense. Oh, yeah. So is Montez Sweat best um, best complimented by the opposite edge rusher, or is he best complimented by a dominating defensive guy on the inside that has what you talk about, the explosiveness and the ability to get on the edge immediately? It helps to have a, a, another guy on the other edge that could um, help you out, but I think that the defensive tackle – being right there next to you affects you a lot more. So if you got somebody that could make the quarterback step up into the pocket, then that's your sack right there. You can just use that as a text game. Sometimes you run natural text games depending on how far the defensive tackle can get in the backfield. Like Tommy Harris was Mm. amazing at it. Like his just, his fast twitch muscles was just like, I mean, you 280 and you running a 4'6". And like you, you, the game speed is is there. It's not like just like you just can run a good forty. Like no, he actually you can see it in the game that he, the guy runs a four six. So when you got a guy that's getting off the ball like that, it just makes your job that much easier as a as a defensive end. So I think he would benefit more from having a defensive tackle who could really just get off the rock. And uh, Tommy Harris was just like a great example. You put him. Alongside the same uh, Alex Brown or Adewale or Julius Peppers, then that defensive end is going to have a lot of sacks and he's going to be very happy. Game day snacking calls for good foods, chunky guacamole made with Haas avocados, tomatoes, onions, cilantro, and a squeeze of lime juice. It's the perfect snack to watch while the Bears win. Score some today at your local grocery store. Game day is guac day. The reason I'm laughing is because I'm just going through, I'm picturing, I'm picturing uh, both of you guys. Uh, on a barbecue, Tom's working working the grill, and I, I know that uh, that Double A is a pit master as well. But any kind of food, I'm thinking you guys are diving in head first, and you're head first into that guacamole, and you're going to make some joke about it somehow, some way. <laughs> Am I right? It's going to make a joke about you. Just that's what I love to do. Just joke on you. It's it's, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, well, you get your you get your uh, jollies off of it. That's for Tom, sure. It's, I, it's every day. No, you have a great time. It's it's so oh, easy to do. Yeah, yes, and so satisfying. It's like <laughs> I would like to play a prank on Jeff every day of my life. He just ah, he just. If you better double A. You better hope that you don't prank or joke the day he's in a sour mood. Because oh, really? he's not he's not having it, and he's going to react negatively, or he's just going to tell you, "Look, I, I'm not there today. Don't don't go that direction." So it's not like a, you know, not like an everyday jokester. You got to yeah. you got to pick and choose your time and what conditions you're in. Never <laughs> listen on game day morning. Don't mm-hmm. ever have some nonsense or something you just want to joke about or something yeah. you saw on TV. Mm-hmm. It's it's gotta be the right time and place. But the thing about me, there's I don't care. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Like what you feel. <laughs> I don't I don't care about any of that. <laughs> I know yeah, but I, got, I mean I, that's why me and Peanut always fighting. Oh really? Because because both of us don't care. Oh, okay. Okay. Like I don't okay. care if you get upset. He definitely doesn't care if you get upset. And we just we just clash all the time. Well, Tom, I mean on game day, you were not joking around. Oh, I yeah, I know. Uh but you know, I mean, you know, but we work sixty hours a week together. So yeah. you know, you gotta pick and choose your time because usually Jeff is <laughs> I, I, I'm in a hurry. Come on, let, let's start this. Let's we gotta do this because I got 
That's right. I, I got to go. That's my waiting for me he, in the next 20 minutes. He doesn't minutes. even ask if you're ready, Tom. He's at 3 no. two, one. Here, yeah. we're here at Bears, Chicago. <laughs> da, da, da. Hey, Lauren Screeton calls me the I got to go guy. You know, your, par- oh, your partner there sense. in crime uh, for the Bears, Lauren Screeton. That makes sense. Because I always say, I got to go. Got to go. Yeah. Got to go. That makes sense. Whether you do you know, or not, speak, that's what you gotta say. Speaking go. of our, our co-worker, Lauren Screeton, so I have an app on my phone that in downtime I'll play solitaire or something. So after you're going from one game to the next, who's the commercial that pops up on my phone is Lauren Screeden. And I, I just get a kick out of it. What's she pitching? Uh, Chevy. It's car. Oh, yeah. Car, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cars. And, but it's, you know, hi, gang. Hi. It's Lauren Screen here. And I just, it's, it's, it's almost like she's talking directly to me because I know her and she's a coworker of all of us. But, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny to see that nowadays. She got the same voice, too. It's not like oh, yeah. it's not like she tries to do a different voice when she's doing commercials or anything like that. It's the same voice, which is and then when you hear it, you just like what's what's Lauren doing? It's the same. Oh. Listen, it's the same thing with you, Double A. When I see you on the TV commercials on the big screen, it, you're the same guy that's you know asking about a, <laughs> asking about a raise and stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's insane man, what fun. you do, man. You know, you're right. a walking talking billboard. Dressed I, up like it dressed I up like Urkel it. showing up at a Scrabble yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> or or better yet how about show up as some of your viral Instagram X Twitter characters I don't know um, your alter no. egos how about Stretch Mark Simmons how would he walk into a a Scrabble tournament Stretch Mark, Mark Simmons, Simmons. what Stretch Mark Simmons got to be at WrestleMania dude it's it's, it's got to happen man. Stretch Mark Simmons is the best. Huh. He is the best, man. <laughs> if you had to do not care about his body at all. He throws his body around. It's kind of like Junkyard Dog. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you, you remember Junkyard Dog? Sure. Yeah, man. It's kind of the same guy, man. You know, just got the chest hairs, taco meat out. Not really caring. <laughs> uh, very athletic, agile, all of those things. Does, doesn't lose. He he has all the confidence in the world that he can win every match and loses every last one of them. Are all your characters athletic in some way? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> even even a guy on a grill is doing some athletic stuff while he's on there. Like, have you ever seen <laughs> somebody on the grill and they're trying to like flip a hot dog or something like that, and it falls off of the grill? Oh, that's when the athleticism comes in. I've never seen so many saves in my life. Like, <laughs> I've seen people like catch a hot dog with the spatula. Like, that's 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 hard to do. But there's a lot of athletic pit masters that'll make it happen. I'll, I'll be one of them, man. Because I'm I'm low already. I'm low to the ground. There would have had. I would have gave their fits. Fits. You and whoever else was next to you, the double team. I want, I want you to double team. That's what I want you. That's what I live for. That I'm, 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 I, I, I love to be miserable, and I love to have company. So come on with me. Come on down to the five eleven land. Come on you, down you, here. You would have fun. to, you would have to slap because you're not going to get a hold of my jersey. Between the two face tape and the silicone sprayed on the outside. And oh, you're doing some illegal stuff. And the so I'm, I'm playing within the rules. Uh, I check this out. So I I've been telling some young players about this. So the jerseys that we wore when I played for the Bears, they were onesies. So you put the jersey oh, on, yeah. you tucked it in, they came underneath your mm-hmm. legs, and then you buttoned them up. Mm-hmm. And so like you couldn't pull our jersey out of our you know, t- out from tucked in the pants and stuff. And it was impossible to grab. So it was more of a, like a hand slap or an arm under, arm over, you know, those types of moves because you're not going to get a handful of jersey and yank me by you. That was never my MO anyway. It was just pure will and strength and grit. Get off. And, low, and being low. Hey. You know what we could do? We let's do we could do a nutcracker where you're a defensive lineman, I'm the offensive lineman, and Jeff is the ball carrier. Oh, I'd lo- oh I, I would love, I would love it. I would love it. I would, like love, old- that. <laughs> I, I would love that. Right, right in the shoot, right? We, we did that on the beach, uh, you and I, in uh, one of those old Bears trips. Oh no, this is on the beach. You got to have all your equipment on 
And I'm right. going to tee off on you, Joe. You know what? I would love yeah. it. One time. I didn't play football. Yeah. This it's is, the biggest uh, yeah. regret of my life. I, I, Tom this, has tried this, to... T- this will be the biggest listen, regret of your life. Listen, Tom has tried to talk me in, and he said he would pay for it. I'm sure it's expensive. You know how they have but these... The, uh, the hospital bills? <laughs> <laughs> they have these fantasy camps. Well, I don't know if Notre Dame still does it, but at all ages... They get them in, no in, in, they get them a, a Jeff, regular do practice it. week, get ready for a game in Jeff, full uniform, full tackle. Do not do it. Do not do I, it. I mean, Jeff. I'm 61. A, don't, don't talk them out of it. It's the most realistic understanding of a real week of football in anybody's life. So it's all full pads. They have complete equipment. You, you go through two days of doubles, and then you go through a single day. Then oh you have God. a walkthrough. Then you have an actual game inside Notre Dame Stadium. And uh, please I sign me up. Get sign Joe me up in there. We make a documentary out of it. He'd look. He'd like. He'd look like the reincarnation of Rudy. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, at, at, at what position? I'm curious. Okay, <laughs> you ready for this? So I think so. Hey, either running back. Or middle linebacker. Oh, my God. You got it. That's it. You said I'm Sam Mills. You will not get through one practice. Don't mess with the bull. You'll get the horns, bro. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. I want want to – you know what? I'll I'll pay the remaining half. (laughs) Do I have to – do you get to sign a waiver or, you, wanna, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. You I mean, yeah, oh, all yeah. Stuff for sure. Hey, we're, we're sponsored by Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Here with Anthony Adams, otherwise known Are as you gonna do it? Spice Adams. Hey, I'm 61 and I'm hurting. Are you kidding me? I think my window is closed. The last time, listen, the last time I was there, there was a guy that was 63 years old. Mm. So I'll I'll do I'll do some checking I'll do some investigating and see Please. if it's still I've, I got herniated disc I'm, I'm, I'll go in with you. I've got a herniated disc in my lower back I've got arthritis in the knees I mean You're I put I a don't GoPro know. on your chest <laughs> just so you can always have the experience in AK Uh huh Uh huh Oh yeah All right I, I got I I I'll get you the GoPro too Don't even worry about it All right Listen uh, a couple of things I mentioned Stretch Mark Simmons. But is Leon <laughs> Lemons one of your introductory characters of significance to your Leon popularity? Lemons is the most popular meme okay. I've ever seen in my life. And for those who haven't seen him, explain who he is and what he's all about. So we were taking professional pictures, Jeff. Family pictures. Uh, on our Christmas card that we send out every year. We were somewhere in Libertyville or something like that. And uh, we were taking family pictures by a pond and, you know, it's, I got on like, you know, the, the, the sweater, the brown sweater with the jeans and the, the nice shoes or sometimes take your shoes off, you know, it's the nice family pictures. So I say, you know what, let me go to the minivan. I got a little yellow outfit in there uh, that I'm, I'm going to get in. I said, I'll, I'll be, I tell my wife, I said, I'll be right back. She's like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? So I go to the minivan and I change in the minivan. I change out of the, the brown sweater with the jeans and everything. And I put on this yellow suit with no shirt on. Oh and uh, I come out of the minivan. So the minivan is just rocking. Everybody, like, what's going on? What is he doing in there? <laughs> so I come out with a yellow suit on. And my wife is just like, oh my gosh, like we are paying good money for these pictures. <laughs> like, why, why do you have this on? So I get behind this tree and I like come out and it's like start rubbing my hands. I'm like, just just take this picture. I think it'll be funny. And there's another picture of me like coming through like some flowers or something like that. I'm like, take this picture. This just be funny. So then I post it, put this story up. Leon Lemons, this guy is this is his wife and his kids, whatever. Da da da. Make this whole big old story up. Little did I know that this would end up being worldwide. Like mm-hmm. everybody uses like every brand, er, like politicians, like everybody, everybody. I, know. I had a, I did a uh, commercial with this company, this internet company called Superloop over in Australia based off of that meme. It, <laughs> is, it is bananas. They flew me out to Australia 
to shoot a commercial over there in Australia. Is he the ah-ha-ha-ha guy? No, that's a whole nother character. Oh, who's that? (laughs) So each one of these characters have went viral, but uh, Leon Lemons is probably, it's, it's, it's hard to keep track of. Who's the, who's the who's the ha 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 guy? That's what I want. That's just know. that's just me being silly. You okay. know, that's just the laugh you have when you get a nice haircut. You know how it is. You look in the mirror and you're going to pick up your girl, and you just look at the mirror one time, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 basically what it is. It's, it's universal. Everybody's done that laugh. Even you, there, because you don't even have no hair. Right, I used to. If if you could make Tom into one of your uncle egos or come up with a plan, what would it be for Tom? Oh, it's got to be the grill master because, you know, Tom already likes to cook. You know, he's surfing, got the dog and all that. That's just, that's grill master activity right there. You know, he he knows what he wants. He knows what he likes. And he goes, see, the dog is right there. Dog is right there. <laughs> that's, my, that's my guy, Ernie. I got, Definitely uh, the grill master. Yeah. What was that dog, uh, Spuds McKenzie? You know, Tom, you could have made commercials with Ernie. You could have been on a surfboard. The the poor guy doesn't walk too well anymore, so that's why he's just kind of here laying next to me. And uh, he gets – I have two other dogs, Spice, that Sweet Lou and Rudy, that pull Ernie in the wagon because (laughs) he doesn't doesn't walk very well anymore. (laughs) Oh, man. Ernie, man. We got to get Ernie in the the Notre Dame uh, camp. I, I have a Ernie and jer- Jeff. I have a a Bears jersey for Ernie with his name on it. He looks he'll, great he'll, in it. He'll do better than Jeff. All right, no. <laughs> we got to get this popping, man. When when is this? When is this camp? This fantasy camp? I just say summer. this. I'll, I'll, Slow I'll, your roll. A- I mean, I'm Jeff, a busy you man. Ready, right? You've been working out. No. When, every time I see you, you, you look like you just did some curls or something. Yeah. Right. No. No. I. Well, well, we're not going to talk pre- about me. This is, but- this is preseason. You'll be in shape. And, you yeah. know, I'm sure there's a couple of those Notre Dame coaches that would love to get a hold of a Jeff Joniak <laughs> and just kind of mold mold that clay. I will volunteer a- as well. Oh, God. I will um, volunteer my time. So, listen, you've done so much in your life. Um, you couldn't possibly have envisioned this, correct? Maybe the football correct. part. Uh, but would you say – You've had more powerful life-altering moments in football or as an entertainer? I would say probably as an entertainer because I had no clue like what I'd be doing. And it was just it got to the point where it was it was scary. Cause that's that's all I based my life off of was football for 18 years. And then when it was when I had to give it up, it's like, well, what am I going to do now? Like, I, I have no idea. And then I created my production company based off of that. No plan productions. Cause that's exactly what I had when I was done. No plan. Mm. So you talk about life altering, like you wake up in the morning and you know, you got six miles. You got to feed immediately. As soon as your eyes open and you see all this money going out, you don't see any coming back in. So it's like, what am I going to do? You know, I prepared myself for this day. I didn't know when it was going to happen, how it was going to happen. And I always said, okay, I want to save up enough money in liquid where I could kind of make my decision in a year or two, at least two years, at least two years. I get to try to figure out how am I going to get money? And you know, the fact that I created all these relationships with the media, when the Bears um, gave me an opportunity to do Inside the Bears, I jumped at it. You know, I wasn't doing anything else. So I'm like, yeah, I might as well, you know, just use my personality or whatever. That's really all I got going. And since I did that, you know, I started making all these different videos through social media. I had guys like Chris Harris and Earl Bennett who said, man, we see you be funny in a locker room, man, but you know, nobody else really get a chance to see you. So I started making these videos and I started talking to them and say, Hey man, this is, you're you're built for social media. But while I was playing, I had no idea. Like I, I had, I I didn't want anything to do with social media. I'm, I'm, I'm basing everything off football. I don't want to do that. Like I, 
at the time it was 120 characters on Twitter. So I'm like, you do 120 characters of your thoughts and people judge you off of your thoughts, off of your opinions. That's stupid. Why, <laughs> why would I want to do that? I got to deal with y'all opinions already in the locker room. Like, why would I bring the whole world into that? And so, you know, based off of that, Chris Harris would record me walking into the locker room, just doing what I would normally do. And he would post it up on Twitter and like, look at all the interaction this is getting. And I was like, what? Why do people care? Like, what is this? is just me acting silly in the weight room. Like every Friday you would see me in the weight room with all type of chalk on my hand. And I would grab a five pound weight and just act like it was 500 pounds. And I'd be in there. It, it's be funny every Friday I would do it, and sometimes people would record it and put it <laughs> put it up on the internet, and it would do well. And I was, I never understood why. And then you know, right now it, it all makes sense. You know, I was do, making do they, content. Double A, do they go hand in hand though? So would you be an entertainer if you didn't play football, or did you gain confidence to be an entertainer because you played football? I was always an entertainer. Yeah, I just I just never really knew it. Uh, me being the only child, I didn't have any brothers and sisters. So I used to always put on a show when people came over to the house, whether that was, I used to purposely make myself fall down the stairs. Oh my. I used to, <laughs> oh man, it was a lot of like fat stuntman stuff I used to do to make people laugh. I would crack jokes. I would dance. I would do all these things just so people can be like, Hey man, let's, let's go over to Anthony's house, man. I'm pretty sure he's going to do something that's going to make us laugh and let's have a good time. So I always wanted people around me to have a good time, whether I was football in the locker room or just in general, especially at my house. Cause like I say, I, I was the only child. And then my mom made me play football Football is a form of entertainment and little did I know that that's what I needed. And I had been doing that for 18 years. And then I just gravitated towards something that I've naturally been doing since I was a kid. When it's time to tackle some game day deals, then go with a grocer who's been a part of Chicago since 1899, about the time Anthony Adams rolled into town. Jewel Asco, the official grocery store of the Chicago Bears. All right, among oh, all like the... how you did that. How many, how many drops you did today? Like eight? Well, we, we're, we, got, we got seven of them, so I got a couple more to go. Okay, sometimes it's seamless, sometimes it's not. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's definitely not. Um, but you make it look easy, Jeff, you the man. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, among the entertainers you have, uh, and we're, we're talking about all walks of life, obviously, uh, those of the unknown variety that you're probably discovering and w people want to partner with you, and then the, 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 big, the big stars, the, the silver screen stars, uh, the shacks of the world. Um, has that been something that uh, you've relished the opportunity to work with some of these these folks and have they pulled something more out of you that you didn't even think you had in you for sure and it's 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 been great um you know i i never thought that i'd be working alongside the rock or kevin hart or Shaq or Dion cole like all these people that you see on tv all the time um i've been fortunate enough to work with and They've also, you know, pulled me over to the side and said, hey, man, maybe you should work on this or I like how you do this or blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, they give me tips along the way. And, and my wife hates when I do it, but I always um, like just just break everything down in the football terms. Whereas like if you if you at practice and you're doing a play and somebody comes and say, hey, man, why don't you try doing that in your left-hand stance? Or why don't you try doing it this way? So it's the same thing when it comes to acting or, you know, uh, performing in front of people. Why, why don't you try it this way? Why don't you do it that way? So, oh, okay. So it, it's great to get um, different tips and things like that from a guy like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know? So, um, I, I like I say, I, I never thought that, I would be in this position and, um, you know, I'm just trying to live in a moment and, um, you know, be a role model to my kids. So they'll know that football was what I, it, it's, it's what I did. It's not who I am. So, uh, I think that, you know, sky is the limit for what I do. And, uh, I'm just trying to provide for my kids, man, and make you proud, Jeff. So you can say, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, I am proud. I am proud. Hey, we used to have conversations in the locker room all the time when you were a player. They were, I, you know, I, I which, didn't. Which, which one do you enjoy better? Me as a player 
or me being on the media side? Oh, now it's- just being fun. Yeah. No, you you were quite serious. We got into some very serious conversations with which we don't have enough time to explore. But, <laughs> you know, I, I remember this, though, Tommy. One, one of the things that really bugged him was, you know, he he, he only played two playoff games. And oh, he got man. he got to the Bears after they went to the Super Bowl in 2006. And uh, you went to the playoffs once, but you played two games in 2010, and that should have been a Super Bowl, to be honest. Um, NFC Championship game, I can still remember it all, uh, sadly, uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, but it's prob- – and you, you were really upset because you never went in high school either. I mean, you had bowl yeah. games at Penn State, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the thing is, though, there's nothing like playoff football. And I texted Tommy the other day after the uh, NFC cha- or AFC Championship, and I said, I'm, de- I'm depressed. Like, this is depressing. And Tom said, I'm so depressed, I'm having anxiety. Because well, we're, we're both, we just, we, we, we need to experience more success. Like, well, yeah. it's got to no double A is, um, I, I'm so envious of the position these guys are in because I, I got to be there at one time that I can't even watch the end of the NFC and AFC championship game. I have to turn it off because I, I'm like, it gives me anxiety to watch the celebration and that, that instant, that moment of time that these guys know what's, what's going on. So I don't know if you're that psycho about it, but you know, I am, and it, it. I just don't enjoy watching other people have that celebration. Oh man, this is the worst, man. I was just, uh, I was just talking um, yesterday on the radio about the night before the NFC Championship. I looked myself in the mirror, and I'm like, "Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy saying I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Don't be that guy saying I was one game away from the Super Bowl." And here I am saying it. Like I was I was one game away. One game away. And uh I remember when we first came out, they had a great script, they had a great 15 plays scripted. And the drive, they came down and they scored. The next time they got the ball, they came down and they scored. And that was it. That's all we gave up defensively was 14 points. That's it. This was from a team that went down to Atlanta. And I think they probably put up 45 points. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I I kick myself all the time when um, Erlacher got the interception. If I could have got a block on Aaron Rodgers, he wouldn't have been able to trip uh, Erlacher. And Erlacher goes in and scores that touchdown. Then maybe we go to overtime. Or maybe we win by a touchdown. I don't know. We'll never know. But – I was I was dead tired on that play. I was we I think me and Tommy had a stunt and you know where I kind of slant the gap and Tommy comes around or however it played out, but I was dead tired and I remember seeing the foot of Aaron Rodgers like just jump over my hand. If I could have got up and just got just a just a bump on him. He wouldn't have been able to trip up Erlacher. So, uh, it's well, it's interesting because it. people may who remember it was twenty one fourteen the final, but the mm-hmm. defense mm-hmm. only gave up fourteen. And BJ Raji uh, deep in the mm-hmm. south end of Soldier Field, and I went to the Super Bowl that year <clears throat> and covered it. And Dom Capers, the defensive <gasps> coordinator, I pulled him aside. I said. Tell me about that play. He goes, I'm glad you asked. He goes, it was the only time I used that play call the entire year. We practiced it in training camp, never used it until that mm. moment. And it was a zone drop by BJ Raji, nose tackle. Yeah. Like, do you, you think about the, the detail of coaching and something mm. like that, the guy can pull out of his vast memory bank of options in the most important moment of a game. And, and that, that was the difference. That was the difference of them going to the Super Bowl. I, I, I respect that. I respect that. I really do. He took advantage of, of an inexperienced quarterback at the time who didn't yep. see it, and that was Caleb Haney at the time. So crazy. I, I think that happens more often than you get a chance to interview the coach that it specifically happened to. You know, because if you go back to a couple of weeks ago when Detroit had Taylor Decker go in 
and, um, you know, make himself eligible. And then the officials kind of screwed it up. They ran the play. They ran it successfully. He was completely uncovered. And then, you know, the uh, the officials said, you know, the whole reporting incident. So I, I do believe that when you get into this so late in the season, there's always a play in the memory bank of the offensive defensive coordinator and maybe the head coach that they say, okay, we've been practicing. This is the one instance where we need it. And they do it and uh, it, you know, works successfully and they're not aware of it or, you know, it, 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 it falls short or whatever the, the result of it is. Yeah. And that's a, uh, that's, that's good coaching too, man. Like we, yeah. we did a lot of different fronts when we had coach Marinelli, but we wouldn't do the same thing against Baltimore Ravens because the Ravens do a lot of unbalanced. So, um, you know, it'd be a lot of times where we play a certain team and, you know, you, you get to the point where it's like, hey, I cannot draw up the play. All right, you guys got to go out there and make it happen. So it may be some times where we say, hey, all right, let's 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 run the play that we did against Carolina. And from last year? Yeah. But we had built up that rapport and we had did everything there was to do in the cover two that we could just look at each other and just – give each other signals, which is that's that's what we did because it's kind of hard to communicate a defensive end to a defensive end on the other side. Like, you know, you got to be able to use hand signals and stuff like that to kind of um, communicate with your defensive line mates. And, um, you know, we we did that a lot of times, but that, that comes from good coach. I circle back here to Eric Washington before we uh, wrap up a couple of quick things. Uh, so your old defensive line coach uh, in your latter mm-hmm. part of your career with the Bears – so that was his entree to the NFL. He had worked in college game, Northwestern. Very, very, very nice man. Very smart. Yeah. And he's risen through the ranks. Ron Rivera took him over to Carolina. He was defensive line coach, defensive coordinator. He's also in the last four years been in senior positions with the Buffalo Bills, including assistant head coach and senior defensive assistant, as well as coaching defensive line. What about him impressed you? What about him resonates with you and how he'll help uh, – what already is a very good defensive line coach uh, here with the Bears and uh, help coordinate the game plan for Matt Eberflus. Well, he learned from one of the goats of the game, a historian, if you will. Like Rob Marinelli is the best. I remember when uh, Coach Marinelli first came to the Bears, his first conversation with us was, I am the why. And I said, what does that mean? What do you mean you, 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 you are the why? He was like, if you have a question of why in this defense, I will give you an answer. I know everything there is to know about this cover two and why we run it. On cover three, when the linebackers got their back to the quarterback, you got to get to the passer. You have to affect his throw because these linebackers are trusted in you that you'll be able to handle everything up front. So if it's a run, you got to take care of it. If it's a pass, then you have to make sure he passes it quick or you sack him or you hit him or you knock the ball out. And so he said, hey, I'm going to give you the keys and you go out there and you make it happen. So Coach Washington was there for all of that. He sat down, he took notes, he talked to everybody on the side. And then when it was, when it was his time to become the, the, the guy, you're the defensive line coach, he got that chance when he went to Carolina. Um, but, you know, he still would pull us over to the side and say, hey, you need to work on this, you need to work on that. And, you know, he was just a, he, he was a great guy. He was thorough. He, uh, he was on top of his stuff. He knew the, the terminology. You know, if you got a gap and a half or if you got a coffee house, like all of these different terminologies, he learned from Coach Marinelli. And it was just like a seamless transition when he became the defensive line coach. So uh, I'm excited for him. And, and you know, he's going to be defensive coordinator. And his emphasis, of course, is going to be on the defensive line because, you know, you you with one of the goats. Like you with Marinelli. Man, I'm so happy for Coach Washington. It's, uh, you know, it's been full circle for him, man. And I'm glad uh, he got the opportunity to be a defensive coordinator here. Hall of Fame coming up. The voting uh, we'll find out February 8th. And you got two former teammates uh, of significance. Who we need to talk to, Jeff? Devin Hester is one. 
Uh, Julius Peppers, a part of that 2010 team, uh, one of the best free agent signings the Bears have had here in the last uh, 20 years. Um, Who we need to talk to, Jeff? <laughs> I, just, I know, I know hitch, Peppers hitch, getting in. Hit your, hit your knees and pray. And Steve McMichael, a part of the family, too. Um, uh, hopefully that's all a wrap as well. You can book it. It'll probably be the Bears in the uh, Hall of Fame game in Canton in the summer. But anyway, um, it's no-brainers, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no question. I, I know Pep is getting in. Pep is a cyborg. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never <laughs> seen a person like Pep. My, I, I had an argument with my son. He's like, my test sweat. He's like, Pep. Oh, like who? <laughs> no, he is not. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If practice was at three, I'm getting there at 11. I got to stretch. I got to get in the hot tub. I got to get in the cold tub. I'm doing Pilates. I'm doing hot yoga. I'm doing all these different stretches. Pep gets there at 2.30. And he just, he puts his stuff on and he goes out to practice. No tape. He does a tape. I got to get my ankles taped. I got to put a sesamoid pad up under my foot so that I could <laughs> alleviate the pain that I get in my big toes, plural, big toes. I've had turf toe and both of my big toes. No. So I got to get a special type of tape. I'm basically, it takes at least 45 minutes or something just to tape up my ankles the way that they need to be taped. So, of course, I got to get there early. And, you know, it's 60 people on the team. So I got to get there early. Pep shows up at 2.30 and just put on the basic stuff. Shoes, socks, pants, shoulder pads. Boom, let's go. Sometimes 2.45. I'm like, how is this? And we'll, we'll be out on the field. Everybody's stretching. I mean, you sweating. Everybody. Pep is standing there with his hands on his shoulder pads watching everybody else stretch. They blow the whistle. Man, and, you know, they put the defensive line way on the other side of the practice field. So we got to run like crazy from, you know, stretch to where we got individual drills. Pep running a 4-6, booking <laughs> it. I'm like, dude, I've been here since 11. I've already played the game already. Like, I've, I've never seen it. Mm. I remember one time Pep hurt his wrist. This is the first time ever going into the training room. Like, he didn't even know how to handle it. He, he didn't even know how to under, like how to explain the pain he was feeling. Hey, I got some type of sensation in my wrist <laughs> where it's not allowing me to get full. I can't get the full range of motion. I don't understand what it... Pep, you're, you're this thing that they call hurt. I don't know if you've ever felt this type of pain before, but we, we come in here in the training room to rehab it. Oh, I, I didn't know what the room was for. I just thought it was just like, <laughs> he, he had no clue. that. But this is who we're talking about. But anyway, that's just Pep. Devin Hester is the best kick returner, punt returner ever. I don't understand how he didn't get in last year. I don't understand it. But he definitely should be in. It's a no-brainer between him and Pep and, of course, Mongo. And, of course, I'm biased, but Devin Hester, are you kidding me? You know how many people kicked out of bounds? Like, you risk getting the ball. We, we got the ball on a 40. You would rather do that. <laughs> well, all we need is, what, mm-hmm. two, two, three first downs maybe we kick a field goal with Robbie Gold? Like, come on, man. Are you, <laughs> that's who we talking about? Could you could you do could you do Jeff Joniak calling a Devin Hester kickoff return for a touchdown on cue? Ready? Devin Hester, you are ridiculous. Fade to (laughs) see. I need I need you to take I needed to take you from the from the from the catch to the touchdown. But that I'll take that. Sponsored by Jewel Osco. And then you'll do a drop like right after that. Well, like this, Vizzy Hard Seltzer, the official hard seltzer of the Chicago Bears. Anthony Adams in our remaining moments here. Uh, you ever want to do a movie? Yes. Why not? I got four kids, man. I want to do anything when they pay me a lot of money. Yeah. Tuition ain't going down, Jeff. Let's Tom and I it, can man. be extras in your movie. Oh, let's do it, man. You know what we should do? We do a movie on fantasy football. Oh, my God. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you at, go. At Notre Dame. At Notre Dame. Shaq could be the quarterback. Camp. Oh, yeah. You'll never get the ball. 
Mm-hmm. You would never get there. It'll never get there. Have you seen this man? This guy hands. If you shook his hand, like his fingers would be like on your forearm, like that. Like, he can't. Have you seen him drink a uh or like a yeah. regular twelve ounce can? <laughs> it is. It is unbelievable, man. Like <laughs> it looks like. You know those those little bottles that you get in, like Costco, the little bottles of water, where it is like three ounce uh, bottles. That's what he makes the twelve ounce look like. Like it is, it is crazy how like big of a human being this guy is. Yeah, who you like in the Super Bowl? Kind of basic. And I, you Niners. know, I don't want your old affiliation with the Niners when you look at it as a football player. To, you know, who what what do you like? Well, who do you like in the Super Bowl? I would think that San Francisco's defense should be up for the challenge. Like this is this is what you dream about. Like you got no excuses. Patrick Mahomes is is healthy. Travis Kelsey is healthy. Like let's let's go up against your best. Let's go let's 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 go up against your best. Your best and our best and and let's see what happens. Like if there's there's no greater feeling than taking down the big dog. Like they they they've won multiple Super Bowls. Now you got a chance to you can dictate the game. You could come around the edge and knock the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands and you scoop it up and you score. You could intercept the ball, you could give him fits, all that. Just give him a game that he would want to forget. You have the power to do that. And this is a challenge for San Francisco's defense and you you gotta get up for that. Like you gotta like how I did. Look yourself in the mirror and say, let's <laughs> let's go all out. Don't be that guy. Don't be Anthony Adams. Don't be me saying I was one game away or I got to the big dance and we could actually dance after the game was over. Like, man, this is this is a huge challenge, man. And I would I always love challenges. And I, I think that's why, you know, I played as long as I did. You know, because I was just a glutton for punishment and I just I wanted to be the best. But uh, this is a great opportunity for San Francisco's defense to, you know, uh, take it upon themselves to say, hey, we're going to take over this game. Well, that that's your golden ticket. Gene Wilder. So so much do so little time. Willie uh, Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh that's boy. what that line is from. Yeah, I never gotcha. saw that movie. Nice. Oh, get out! No, of here. no, 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 no. You know, you it's not, it's, it's not something I'd ever watch. You That's didn't the see reason the you don't movie. have any cavities. Yeah, I have no cavities. Me, I'm a chocolate guy. Football was my hey, golden ticket. I love chocolate, you? but you know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, random yeah, thought. Jeff, Jeff always follow the rules. That's 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 what it is. You right. always follow the rules. Number two pencil, no cavities. Shoes yeah. shined, you know, all you that make kind me of stuff. sick, Jeff. You never make me sick. <laughs> never had a cigarette. You make me sick, Jeff. Random thought. This was from Anthony Adams this week. Is there anybody that sleeps with their socks on? And if so, why? Why why that? And what kind of answers you getting? Tommy here I, sleeps with I his do. socks on. I, I sleep with my socks. And sometimes I have to get up in the middle of the night and take them out. Yeah, I, I don't like cold feet. I think uh, Tommy has some of the worst-looking feet I've ever. Like, between him and Shaq is the worst. So I would imagine that he sleeps with his socks on. He has to, like, for other people's safety. All right, one funny thing to wrap us up, and we got to go. And, again, we are sponsored by several folks, including uh, the good folks from Chunky Guacamole Good Foods. Game day snacking calls for good foods, Chunky Guacamole, made with a house of avocados, tomatoes, onions, cilantro, and a squeeze of lime juice. It's the perfect snack two drops to that? watch while DeBears win. Score some today at your local grocery store because game day is guac day. All right, take you back now to December 21st. December 21st, 2023. Um, do you remember that day? Do I remember? Yeah, December 21st, 2023. You were working. You were working for the Bears. And we are brought to you by Miller Lite. And you were in a Miller Lite holiday sweater, and you were handing out Miller Lite holiday oh. sweaters to the fellas as they were driving out oh, on the you, on the circle. So this is day? the story, and I will tell you my version, oh because my here's my version. I left the facility, I saw people gathered, and I kept zipping around the circle, and I'm going home. I don't, uh. I'm not looking at anybody. I get a phone call, Tom, from Spice Adams. You didn't even see me. I had, what? Who's this? It's Anthony. 
You never even saw me. You didn't stop. You just blew right by me. I was yelling at you. I go, you, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was offended. You could take it from there. You got the angry, Jeff. Uh, I didn't so, see anybody. I didn't Tom, see I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping everybody giving holiday cheer. Yeah. I got like free sweaters, free swag that I'm right. giving out. That's all, that's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to give Jeff a sweater. See if Jeff will stop. Well, of course, we got the cameras there, whatever. But it's just holiday cheer. It's nothing like I'm not going to stop you and say, "Hey, what are we going to do against Green Bay? What are we going to do in the in the cover two defense? What are we going to do with the offense?" Like I'm not doing all of that. I'm just saying, "Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year." Here's a sweater. Here's some some holiday cheer. I'm we singing songs. All oh, it's a great time. We in the holiday spirit. Never saw I see you. Jeff. I see Jeff rolling up. I say, oh, I know Jeff's going to stop for me. That's that's my guy. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, come on. I, Don't he just kept crickets, kept going. crickets, kept going. You see a big wide guy, a big black wide guy out there. It's it's come on. It's 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 me. It's, Hello. it's not like you were flagging me down. He made eye contact with me, Tom. That's baloney. Never. Made eye contact Never. with me. Tom, look, he'll correct look me. In my he'll eye. De- no. He'll deny it. He'll he gave, deny he, it. He gave me know. the head nod. He said. I didn't give you anything. <laughs> I never saw it. you. Right. I would have slammed he, down the brakes. Tom, he looked me that, that, dead hey, in my eye. That Miller uh, holiday sweater looked sweet. It was nice. You had one for you, but you could have used one. You He's thinking, listen, I am the personality of the Bears. I need you to contact, make contact with me beforehand if you want me to stop in front of a camera. Right, then oh, I would have wow. rolled up with a big smile on my face. Makeup Such on, you know, uh-huh. the whole, he would have, you know, he didn't have time to get his compact out. Well, listen. Who, who, who else are responsible by, Jeff? You got one more? Uh, no, just to wrap us up, we're going to close out oh, right okay. here. I thought he was going to talk about chunky guacamole one more time. No, no, not now. Nah. We're, we're we've uh, reached our. Did you eat guacamole? Oh yeah, I love oh, yeah. it. Love it. Love it. I love guacamole. That's oh, okay. one of my favorites. You yeah. get cavities from guacamole. No, you can't. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, we could keep going and going and going. You never know where it might take us. We didn't even scratch all the surface of your career, but uh, what a what a career it is. Uh, you got a great family, great wife, and I know. Uh, Anthony Adams the third is a heck of a football player over there at Stevenson because I found it interesting years ago you were asked about kids playing football and you said you weren't going to let your kid play. I didn't. I didn't want him to play. I knew ultimately he was going to play. Yeah. And um, you know I don't want him to like resent me and be like, oh, well you played and how come I can't play? Like realistically, I would rather him play golf or something like that or baseball, <laughs> but if you're going to play football, then come on. Let's be the best. Maybe let's he and it. I can practice for that uh, fantasy football camp. He can oh, give me no, a... No, he, no. he can give me a... He would whip my no, tail. He'd whip I, my I, tail. I don't want any of uh, your unathletic ability to <laughs> rub off on my skin. I All right. I to look at you and say, oh, no, this is easy. Nothing's easy. Nothing's easy. That's going to wrap us up. We thank you so much for episode 53. Anthony Adams, appreciate your time for Tom Thayer and Spice. I'm Jeff Jonagak. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe now on the Chicago Bears official app, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Bear down.